You're listening to the Social Selling Simplified Podcast. Stick around if you too are obsessed with learning things that actually work and believe that success leaves clues. We're all about identifying results producing roadmaps and getting super clear on how to scale and grow your online business. From part-timer to president, social selling expert Ashley Shaw will help you connect the dots and take the guesswork out of what works to grow a social selling empire. It's time to hear from social selling legends, listen in on truthful conversations, and learn the best tips and tricks to reduce the marketing overwhelm so you can build the social selling business of your dreams. If you're ready to go all in, no holding back, and build the business you've always wanted, you're in the right place. Here's your host, educator, social selling guru, and fitness industry OG, Ashley Shaw. Welcome to Social Selling Simplified. I'm your host, Ashley Shaw, and we are going to be diving into the six tweaks you need to build a seven-figure business. These six tweaks are the things that I would absolutely attribute to being able to build a seven-figure business online within four years, and definitely the things that help me scale to a six-figure business. I would really say these are tweaks that will help you get to six to seven figures. And these are ultimately the things that I found the most impactful in my business. To start off, I want to tell you guys a little bit about where I was four years ago when I first was starting my business. I had no concept of really what I was going to be doing online. I was working full-time as the president of a fitness company. I had been in fitness for about 15 years, I guess at this point, maybe a little bit less. So maybe about 13 years. And I just knew that I had a calling that was deeper inside that I would be doing something else and that I wanted to be teaching and I wanted to be consuming material that I could help to simplify and make easier for other people to understand. And so this was all, I think, a wish at this point, I would say. I had no idea how it was all going to come together. And things really sparked for me when I had a conversation with one of my really good family friends, someone I went to high school with. And she told me all about what she was doing in the Beachbody world. And what her coaches really needed. And I thought, oh man, like maybe this is an area I can help out with. And that's how the Fitness Leader Institute really started. If you haven't heard my story, there's also a dream that I had in the middle of the night after um, this conversation that you know, everything sort of played out in my head as to how this business would get off the ground and how I would help people. And my mission really, really became clear. Fast forward ahead for years, there were a lot of things I had done in the past that did not get me to six figures. There were a lot of things I tried in the past 15 years before I started the Fitness Leader Institute that left me really feeling like, is this ever going to work? And feeling overwhelmed and just feeling like I could probably throw in the towel and not be missing out on much. So These are definitely the things that are going to help you get that shortcut to hitting the revenue that you want to hit in your business and definitely the things that made the biggest, biggest impact. Tweak number one is definitely your mindset. Now, I think that how most people think about mindset is they think, oh, I just need to think positively. 
I'm going to tell you right now that in regards to what I'm talking about, this is not that. So what I'm talking about when it comes to mindset is actually this little voice that rears its head when you feel this resistance. So this is the best way I can describe it. You know, when you're scrolling Instagram and all of a sudden you come across someone else's profile and you get that gut instinct in your stomach of like, I'm never going to be as good as that. Or they're so much better at social media than me. I'm never going to reach that level. This belief that somewhere in your, maybe in your subconscious, maybe you're aware of it, maybe you're not, you are upholding this idea that you will not measure up. And the belief can be tied to so many different things. Maybe it's tied to, you know, your limiting beliefs about money. Maybe it's limiting beliefs about your potential. The way I want to summarize this is that your current mindset needs to change to get you to that next level. That next level requires something different than what you're doing right now. And you need to make some tweaks and fine tune that machine so that you can get to that next level. And I know exactly when this moment really, it was obvious for me, I was thinking much differently than I ever had before. I remember being in a mastermind and our coach or mentor asking us like, think for a second, you have a you know $5 million business. What does it feel like? What does it look like? Tell me about it. And I remember thinking about that and being like, well, I don't need to picture it. I already feel like it's here. And that's how I knew something had changed internally. I think we need to think about our mindset as a computer. It's like this operating system that if you just leave it on autopilot, like there's all these window panes running in the background and you have no idea what your body is actually pushing you or what your mind is pushing you towards unless you start to become really conscious of it. This tweak is about starting to really listen and knowing that that resistance when you, that example I gave, like come across something on social media, for example, and it stops you dead in your tracks and you feel this like imposter syndrome. You feel something really shitty that you're like, I don't know what this is, but it's something you got to stop and listen to what is it saying? Because it is only until we can slow down and actually stop and listen that we can really figure out what that voice is telling us. And we can decide if that's something we want to believe or that we don't want to believe anymore. That is, I mean, man, building you know a six or seven figure business, I see so many people fail simply because they don't have the belief system behind them. They listen to other people. They listen to their partner. They listen to what their mother-in-law thinks. Like They listen to what other people think, and they don't have that compass set to true north and really are checking in with themselves first. So I started with mindset because it is that important in your journey to six and seven figures that you need to get that dialed in first. And that will help you make the biggest, biggest progress in your business by far. So we're going to start there with number one. Tweak number two is to get a working funnel. So most people think that they can just post on social media and that ultimately, if they get enough likes and they get enough engagement, that is what is going to build a six or seven figure business. If you look at any successful network marketer or online marketer, you will start to see that every single one of them has a funnel. That means, for example, when you go to Melanie Mitro's page, you get funneled in to 
a webinar of some sort where she sells you on becoming a coach and she has a follow-up system and emails that go out and she has this whole system. Melanie Mitro is not just Hey Girl hustling a bunch of people and asking them to join her. She has a system that runs on autopilot in the background that is helping to convert people to become challengers and coaches and so on. And it really wasn't until I dialed this in in my business where I set up a system where I had a lead magnet and I started to send emails that I really saw the potential that I didn't have to just talk to people with downlines and offer free training. There was a different way. And what that really allows you to do when you dial that in and you get this funnel working for you, it doesn't require more time. You will start to realize that your time is your most important asset. You only have so many hours in a day. You only have so many priorities that you can really focus on. And if you go back to the Rockefeller habits, they talk about only having up to five priorities, your your top five that you're working towards. And I think a lot of us get so consumed that we feel like we need to do everything. We need to have a great website. We need to have great social media posts. We need to have all these stories. I'm here to tell you that that is BS and that you need to have your back end in check. You need to have a funnel running for you if you want to scale and grow your business. If you just want to private message people and you're happy with that strategy and the results you're getting, keep doing that. But if you're looking to build bigger and to do what the pros do, you absolutely need a funnel in place. Tweak number three is that you need to start actually measuring your stats in that funnel. What I mean by that is Every portion of your funnel, when once you get it set up, has different metrics that are going to be flowing through it. We always talk about with statistics, there are quality numbers and there are quantity. Quality are percentages. So it's like how many people land on a page and actually put their email in. That is a percentage. Then we have quantity, which is how many leads did you actually get from your freebie or how many people actually got on your email list. So these are two types of numbers. One is just a straight up number. One is a percentage. And there are multiple variations of that through your funnel. A lot of us get super emotional about different things we put out there. And the thing is, men lie, women lie, stats don't lie. Stop getting emotional about your business and go back to the data and back to the numbers. Because at least if you're anchored in that, then you can make tweaks and all you're looking for is small increases in those numbers. So for example, once you have a freebie, you have your opt-in page where you want to send people to put in their email address to get a copy of your freebie. The goal of that page is you have about a 40% to 50% opt-in rate. If your number is lower than that, you're going to make some tweaks. You might tweak the button color. You might tweak the headline. You might tweak the title of the freebie. Like You can make these small tweaks without blowing up your entire strategy. So it's really important that you're looking at your business that way instead of feeling like, oh, nothing's working. And I see this all the time with entrepreneurs that want to throw out the whole plan when they have done no testing and they have no idea that something actually might be converting. And this is one of the things that will make you feel overwhelmed and anxious and like you don't have a strategy if you have not gone through that process. Now, if any of this sounds overwhelming, I can tell you that my husband is definitely 
when it comes to data and helping people figure out strategically what they actually need to look at and how to look at those numbers. He is a genius in that regard. So if this is something you struggle with, definitely make sure to check out our 90-minute strategy session. It's a private one-on-one session that Bill and I do. It will help you get clarity on all these pieces to make sure that you're looking at the right numbers. I know that it can feel like a lost land with no map. That is definitely something that we offer and we help entrepreneurs and network marketers with finding those numbers and putting that strategy together. We'll link it to you in the show notes to make sure you can check that out. Tweak number four is to add Facebook ads for awareness. As I mentioned earlier, this is what typically happens. A lot of coaches just rely on social media and they expect that a certain number of likes or a certain number of engagements is actually going to get them traction in their business. And the truth is that unless you pay it's very unlikely that you're going to have enough traffic, see those posts to be able to move some big numbers forward in your business. So that's why you see any of the big players, they always are paying for ads, right? And getting in front of people. Now, some people for sure have gone viral, like Ashley Molstad had a post that actually got picked up by a bunch of news channels. She went viral. There is that, and you can cross your fingers and hope that you go viral. But one of the best ways to get yourself in front of more people and put more people in your funnel is actually just to start using Facebook ads, which Facebook and Instagram owned by the same company there. So The purpose of adding ads for awareness is that you ultimately need more people to become aware of you before they'll engage with you, before they will subscribe, before they'll convert, et cetera, et cetera, and buy your core offer. A lot of times coaches will be struggling or feel overwhelmed or that they don't have enough leads in their funnel, and yet they're not spending any money on advertising. In order to get in front of more people... Like if you just rely on social media posts, Facebook and Instagram, you're looking at one to 2%. And some marketers will even say it's lower of your posts actually being shown to your network. It's like you're sending a smoke signal out. You're in the middle of the forest, but there's no planes hovering above to even see you there. It really is this fruitless attempt where you're spending tons of time on social media and you're not doing anything else to be seen or heard. This is why the Facebook ad strategy really is super important. At least if you have a Facebook ad strategy, you're going to be getting out in front of more people and getting your offer of your freebie and whatever else you have in your funnel put out in front of more people. When we started doing Facebook ads, I mean, this was definitely the difference between us being able to have inconsistent revenue months to like scaling the crap out of the business where we 10xed our growth over one year. Like, I remember our accountants and our financial advisor just being like, this growth is crazy. We didn't require any of those people in our business in the beginning. Like, we didn't have an accountant, a financial advisor, anything like that. But once we started to scale to that level, it was like, it was exciting because all of a sudden you need this team and these extra set of eyes to be looking at things. So, that sort of growth is really unheard of in one year. And honestly, like, it was really because we just doubled down on what was working with our ads and continued to pump money into generating leads and converting them through our email series and through our funnel. So, that is tweak 
Number four, tweak number five is to hire a team. This can be difficult in the beginning when you're thinking about bootstrapping yourself, right? Like you are watching every dollar and you're like in this mindset of like, well, I don't want to spend a dollar if I'm not going to make a dollar. This will keep you trapped. If you keep thinking like that, that will keep you trapped. What I more want you to think about is that your time is worth more. You are worth as the visionary of your business, $1,000 an hour when you're doing tasks that are worth $1,000 an hour. When you are doing a video on uh, Facebook, when you're doing a live on Instagram, these are all things that no one else can do but you. So you should be doing those, especially embedding in that authentic sales message and calling people to action. And those are things no one else can do. But creating, for example, social media posts where one to 2% of your audience is going to see those, you should not be spending time on those. You should be outsourcing those. So there's definitely things that you are doing in your business that you don't have to be doing. And it is taking up your precious time and you're not focused on the bigger stuff in terms of your funnel, building out that, what does that need to look like? And that is ultimately how you scale. So when it comes to hiring a team, this is an easy thing to sort of start with where you look at and start tracking over the next two weeks, your day-to-day activities. Like what are you actually focusing your time on? And if you were focusing on creating graphics, there is a VA in the Philippines that can do that for you. We have multiple VAs on our team and they are fantastic what they do. That is something you need to start thinking about when it comes to looking at, and there are VAs everywhere. We just happen to um, have an affinity with the Philippines and the girls that we have on our team and that work for us. But you can find VAs everywhere. There's uh, VAs on Upwork or Freelancer, or there's multiple different... uh, We use a lot of women in business groups to find VAs and to you know work with people that way. So there are 101 different areas that you can find VAs, but getting that team underneath you is going to free you up from the day-to-day drudgery that you should not be doing. That's not making a big impact on your business. So I really encourage you to start writing down and tracking what it is that you're actually doing. And then you're going to create a Loom video. We use Loom. It's It's a very reasonable service. It's a screen recording. Loom what you're doing and then never do it again. Like Give it to your VA, let them handle it. Like Scheduling your social media posts No, you should not be doing that. Absolutely not. You should only be doing the things that are producing revenue in your business that only you can do. And that is a really, really important lesson in tweaking what you're doing and getting to six to seven figures. Number six is the issues list. This is one of my favorite. One of the things that we started to do differently in our business is I'd be going along and doing something, and then all of a sudden, a problem would come up and I'd be like, okay, well, I guess I need to solve that right now. I would sit down to do work. And honestly, like maybe 30% of the time, I would actually sit down, know what I needed to do and actually execute on that to completion. I would get sidetracked and maybe I have a little bit of like, I can wander off quite easily when I sit down to do something. So there's a little bit of that in there as well. But the issues list, what this is, is you keep a list of the things that as you're 
going through your normal, you know, work day, whatever it is, like a couple hours that you have or workday startup or whatnot, you start to document anything that you're like, oh shoot, we need a fix for that. Oh shoot, we need a, a fix for that. And you document this list of things. So it doesn't take you off track, keeps you on track with what you need to sit down and do. And then you're able to actually process all those issues all at once. So you set aside time each week. We do this with our team. We use, it's a communication tool. It's called Slack. So we have a channel in there for all the issues that come up in the various departments. And then anytime something comes up, we add it to that list. And then from there, we have one day a week where that team sits down and processes that list and comes up with solutions for those issues. And we take to-do items and we move forward from there. That is such a different way than having an ongoing to-do list that never gets done and is never prioritized. That's probably the best thing about this issues list is that you actually have to put these things in order of priority so that the biggest issues get solved first. It can be really easy to dive into your to-dos and only focus on the things that you like to do, not the most important things. And that is definitely holding you back in building the business of your dreams. After I implemented these six things, we saw, as I mentioned earlier, just huge growth in just over a year where we were able to 10X our business. We were able to achieve seven figures. And I'm telling you guys, honestly, like if you were to ask me, Ashley, was it hard? If you do these six things, it's not hard. And your mindset, if you think something is easy, it will be that way. If you think something's hard, it will be that way. Making money online is easy when you have a system and a strategy to execute on it. And when you stop focusing on those vanity metrics, like you think likes and engagement are going to get you to that next level, like guys, it's just simply not true. So if that's where your focus has been, it's time to shift and start thinking like a social marketer, somebody that really has that funnel in place and that system to get them to the next level. So thank you guys so much for listening and we'll see you next time on Social Selling Simplified. Thanks for taking the time to level up today. If you're ready to commit to personal and professional growth, move forward, make money and grow your health and fitness business, head to my free community on Facebook, Business Bootcamp for Fitness Coaches, so I can support you every step along the way. Thank you so much for tuning in today and we'll see you right back here next week on Social Selling Simplified.